Hello and welcome to another episode of the Man in the Mirror podcast. Seasons are changing around us and it's time to make sure that we've got the right gear to prepare for each new season. Some are moving on to winter like in uh, my country, some are moving on to summer and around the world and obviously others are moving into various seasons, spring or autumn. We live in a time where people value their image more than their purpose. You know, we, we worry so much about how we look and we try to protect it. Someone posted on Facebook that um, a graduate would rather work for an internship that pays 2,500 rands a month instead of uh, working on the street as a, a trader making 2,000 rands a day. Now, think about the difference. 2,000 rand a day means in 31 days is 6,000 rand instead of something that pays 2,500 rand but the, the, the growth takes time in the internship instantly as a trader on the street. You have to learn to be on your feet, you have to learn how to negotiate with the customers. There's so many things you learn about uh, leadership and business and life on the streets. I've, I've, I used to have a stand in the table around about the Warwick Junction section and um, I used to sell daily at least for six months and I know personally the value that it brings about life. But sadly in our times uh, people value more how we look, our status, we want to post to our friends on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and show them that we live such a, a glamorous life but we are not moving forward. And then we want to criticize those that are actually putting in the hard work, that are sacrificing the gratification of the moment so that they can move on to a higher dimension. We look at them and we think, oh my God, you know what? They think they're all that. They think so much of themselves. They think so highly of themselves because we they seem like an overnight success, but we don't see the hard work. We don't see the sacrifices. So we think that it's just an overnight thing and we just want to follow that. But what really can you do? That's the main thing or question to ponder about today because it seems as though we value what we have and we value what we are more than what we can do. And constantly there's this reminder that it's what we can do coming into the company, what we can do moving into the new business, what we can do moving into a new relationship, a new organization. It's always about what are you coming to bring? What value are you walking in? Now, someone would say, how noticed or how much can you do? And they're asking me as a speaker, and I say, for the, I've neglected my gift, and recently that I've rekindled my love for my gift and my work, the notice is international. And uh, the thing that brings joy to my heart is one of my mentors and the people I look up to is even liking my stuff on Twitter, Bob Proctor. Now, Bob Proctor is an international speaker, but there's something different about Bob from everybody else. It's Bob is a teacher and is a coach that specializes on the mental faculties. And I've been studying this thing for about 15 years now and not understanding how it really works. But as soon as I started watching The Secret and connected with Bob, it kind of like pulled him out of that feature and I started following his work and it obviously brought light to me. And later on, I joined the School of Philosophy and it brought even more light. Hence, today I'm on this podcast. Otherwise, I would have known all this but couldn't work around it and couldn't use it to take myself or you to the next dimension. You also at another time in my uh, career or in my journey, 
uh, ahead Brian Tracy now if you are a reader of books and you follow a lot of the personal help department you'll know that Brian Tracy is also a success coach and uh, he had I had him follow me on Twitter quite a long time ago and this is because of what I can do it's, it's because of the value that I provide and obviously looking at the blog that we're rekindling now if you go to menstudinglife.blogspot.com we had that blog quite a while ago when it, it read differently back in the day and the reach was Europe we, we were being read in Russia we are being read in China in America in UK even in South Africa some people were reading the blog but mostly international so you can tell that um, the material that we provide is not just local but we look at the holistic global picture and we look at what really is happening and the shifts that are happening and we provide you material that is timelessly and that is necessary for you to move to the next dimension now the question I'm asking myself is what can you do and what can I do because the question the new employer the question the new investor the question the new sponsor is going to ask you is what can you do now sadly somebody told me that they were hiring recently and one of the candidates or incumbents came to her and said that um, I deserve to get paid so much of a salary and it was quite a high salary and when she asked why the, the gentleman just said because I have a degree in that now we've got to distinguish and currently on radio we're talking about education education essentially spans down to what we are talking about or reflecting about here it's what can you do if you are educated then you have to be able to execute education leads to execution education leads to execution we are a product now i'm talking to the younger generation on, on this aspect we are products of outcomes-based education you see outcomes-based education gave us this perspective about the outcome more than focusing on the moment of what was being done we know how to predict the outcome we know how to predict the next step we know how to predict what we want or what we need but we can produce or define what exactly we are going to put in now a computer system is the simplest one because it says first in first out now we just want first out with no first in and and that's not going to work because there is no such a thing where you can get something for nothing that is what is a confidence trick let me tell you about the value of service let me share you a story with you when I joined the School of Philosophy two and a half years ago, purely it was to learn meditation and obviously understand philosophy. I'd always been under the Christian tradition and I still follow the Christian tradition according to how I was raised. Um, and it had taught me how to be philosophical in a sense, but it wasn't in that depth where the School of Philosophy took me and it didn't produce some of the you know ideas that I received from the philosophy and obviously the meditation made a difference but the school offered an opportunity to serve that is to help around the school so help setting up the kitchen um, help setting up the classrooms and it was to help you know pour water for the tutors or the students bring flowers into the classroom all sorts of things and 
I was not getting paid. And at one point I had the opportunity to represent my whole class and explain to the whole school, the, the gathering, that um, how are we finding the meditation and the philosophy. But these were all opportunities to serve. Now, I did this for two full years without any expectation, also without any reservation. Now, here's the beauty. At a point in my life where I found myself stuck and I needed an opportunity for work, I was helped by one of the senior students to get one of the jobs that I've always dreamed about. I'd always looked at his company for the last two and a half years while I was working, and I always wondered, what does... What happens at this company? What exactly? Because I was fascinated by its logo, by its name. I was fascinated by even the target that they set themselves on the website. All those things I looked at and I was like, I would love to work here. Now, I didn't go out immediately. I just planted it in my subconscious mind and I just went on with the service. And I did the service not because I needed a job. I did the service because I had the passion and the love for the school and what I, I was being grateful for what I was being taught. But when the opportunity came, everything worked itself out. And I'm saying that's the beauty of service. If you talk to someone who just graduated about serving, it really comes down to the point where they think it's just a waste of time. And I know this personally because I used to have a nonprofit organization and I used to recruit graduates. And within six months, they look you in the face and they ask you, when am I getting paid? And that's the reality down on the ground where the, there's a misunderstanding of service. Service is not about getting paid. Service is about bringing your value to the table. Getting paid always takes care of itself if you do what is necessary. So basically the question is, what can I do? And this is something that you have to ask yourself whether you are already financially successful or you are still seeking to be financially successful or even in any other area of your life. You're looking at your marriage or you're looking at your relationship relationships or you're looking at your your relationships with your colleagues it might not be relationships at home but in every area of your life it's important to just reflect on what can you do we all have something that we excel in and we all have an opportunity to serve but if we do not define this opportunity and we do not take the advantage of an opportunity we are going to miss the boat because if you can't serve then you can't live because service is what brings you to to a destiny. Service is what brings joy in your heart. Now, this is a very amazing thing because also service is where you discover yourself. Over the years, I've worked with different teams. For six years, I led a team that um, was uh, doing the sound for conventions at APSA Stadium, at Kingswalk Stadium, Chatsworth Stadium. You can imagine catering for 13,000 audiences. I was in charge of that. And I would lead the teams. The week leading up to the uh, convention, I would be the one leading the teams to connect the sound, to speakers, test everything, make sure that for the three-day convention, everything works perfectly. And obviously, on the last day of the convention, I'd have to lead the team to dismantle the whole thing. But can you imagine 
the skills that I sharpened in leading those teams. That sound was crystal clear. And even if we encountered problems, I was able to um, troubleshoot and find where the problem was. Those one occasion, it really got really bad when the sound was just blurry the whole stadium until someone SMSed me and told me where to look in the settings. But that was just one experience in six years. So I'm saying there will be difficulties in service. There will be times, where, especially when you go to a higher level where the stakes are high and obviously the responsibilities are high. But you have to subject yourself to service. Otherwise, you won't find your capability. You won't know what you can do. I know I can teach. I know I can coach. I know I can lead. I know I can overlook a situation. I can oversee people because I've been in those positions and I've been sharpened by the experience of being there, not just being taught what to do. It is important to reflect upon this because if you make an assessment of your abilities, then you know exactly what you bring to the table. You also bring depth to the negotiation. If you're looking for a new division in your business, a, a new line or investor to expand your business, if you're looking for a new client, if you're looking for a new job or you're looking for a new sponsor for an event you're doing for the organization you work for, you want to put on the table what you can do for them, what you can do to bring value to their organization, to their team, so that they can see that the value you bring is worth their spending the money or spending their branding even associating with you so let us reflect on this for this week let us look at what we can do i know i speak to intelligent people and you are an intelligent person and you probably have succeeded in raising a good family you've succeeded in building a good company but it's always worth it to take a look at what can you do because You'll find that there's some abilities that you have not used. You'll find that there's a, this one skill lurking around the corner that you have not used. And you'll find that just a, an observation, just a reflection could lead you to actually sharpen that one and take it forward. Because we ne that's why they say we, we are always ready to learn. Because if you are learning, then you are growing. It, it's not about age. It's about expanding our mental faculties. And one day we'll get to describe and discuss the six mental faculties because all my teaching every part of it is about the six mental faculties thank you for joining us today and I wish you a prosperous week and I wish you a prosperous life and I wish you a life where you can demand from the other party their participation based on what you have demanded of yourself to do for the other party whether it's a relationship whether it's a business whether it's an investment whether it's a sponsorship thank you so much and you can always download the app anchor and connect with us directly just set up an account through facebook or through google and you can just send us a message directly and we can play it live on the show or you can connect with me on facebook twitter instagram and linkedin the name is kingdom Maeza, and you can just send us a message or you can follow us and you can just tweet retweet what we do on instagram you can send us your inboxes or you can like what we post or you can even suggest or you can send us some ideas or i or, or things to ponder on we are looking for new material and we are always happy to find amongst those who listen to us what we should focus on thank you so much have a lovely day